Welcome back to That Girl Radio. I am your lovely, lovely host, Ricky Lee here, and I'm so excited to be back for another episode. We had our mid-season premiere last week, and we talked about some that formations to get us going and get us strengthened back into our faith as we go into the later stretch of this year. And you guys seem to be really impressed and moved by those affirmations. I know they have provided me with a lot of peace and comfort, so if you are new here, make sure to go check out that previous episode but today we're going to be talking about something super duper important that I think a lot of young women especially need to be reminded of and that is the beauty and the journey you just need to enjoy the ride my sister like I think right now in my life especially with the pace and the cadence that I'm going at, I'm on the interstate going nearly 100 miles per hour and I'm constantly just wanting to fling myself from the car and just stop because I don't know what the destination looks like. I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I'm going full throttle, full speed. And it's easy to look at all the other cars on the interstate, right? You've got Corvettes that are going 120 miles per hour. You've got Teslas that are getting a head start and going from zero to 120 miles per hour within less than 60 seconds. And so it's easy to look at all of the the progress that you've made from where you started and seeing everyone else moving at vastly different paces around you and think, man, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I've got so much further to go. But... Had you known and you waited and you rested and you resided in the peace of the Lord, you would have known that your exit was up next. They've still got miles and miles and miles to go. Your exit was up next, but you decided to take a seat and just say, you know what, I'm going to go back to where I came from because that's comfortable. That's what I've always known. That's what I've always been complacent and it worked for me there so I'll just go back I'm not ready for what's next because I don't know where it is I don't know when it's coming and it's just too much and so today I want to provide you guys with some tools and some things that I've been sort of trying to implement for myself because I don't know everything I know what I want I know how I feel and I allow myself to be present these days because I used to be someone who constantly fantasized about my future. And it was so bad to the point where I couldn't be present. And so I had a conversation with my dad and I was telling him that I feel like I'm in a place where I'm right where I'm supposed to be, right? But I'm also behind, but I'm also ahead. And it feels really weird. It's like everything all at once, these really weird emotions. I came into college as a second year because I went my entire senior year doing College Credit Plus classes. I was actually going in person at the University of Cincinnati. And so for me, I was very much so ahead of my peers, I had a head start, a whole year's worth of credit hours, right? And then I came into Ohio State, decided I wanted to change my major to business. So much of the credits that I had taken that quote unquote first year at the University of Cincinnati were sort of obsolete. None of the classes really were applicable to my major, but credit hour wise, I was still considered a second year. 
And so I introduced myself to everyone as a second year. And even in my bio, I had OSU 23. So technically, I could have at one point graduated this year, this past May 8th. Um, But that did not happen. God had other plans. I have been taught so many lessons in this journey that I have gone on in college, professionally, personally, um, relationally. Like there's been so many lessons that I've been repeatedly learning because I've always had a lot of things come pretty naturally and easily to me. Math classes have never been my strong suit per se, but if I put in a little bit more effort, I would get the results that I needed. Now, there's specifically this one class, stats, that we all know and love at the Fisher College of Business. It is rather rigorous and it's rather tough. And ahead of me taking that course, there was a business calculus class that I took my freshman year. It was rather tough. I was not understanding the materials, but I stuck it out and I pulled out the passing grade that I needed to move on. And then I started to hear talks about this accounting class and this extremely tough professor who calls out students, who makes them anxious, and so many other things. And that put and planted a seed, a seed really, of fear in me. And I'm like, Ricky, you can't deal with that. Like, that's going to be too much. Like, I think your best bet is just to change your major. Like, you're not learning anything about marketing yet. And... You've only done a full year and like a half now. So like maybe you should change your major. So this is at this point the fall semester of my actual second year. So I'm sitting in my dorm room and I'm just like I'm not liking these business classes. I really enjoy my minor classes which are professional writing and entrepreneurship and innovation. I have two minors. I'm taking those classes and I really enjoy those. But the business classes I absolutely dread. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to change my major because I don't know what the end of this journey is going to look like for me. And it's best for me to quit now than for me to keep going and not know what I get myself into, right? And you guys may have vast opinions on this, but I'm just speaking my truth. I'm, I'm laying out the story for you. So we come spring semester, I take off taking any classes in business And I take all of my minor courses, so I'm still on course to somewhat graduate. And I decide that I am going to change my major. I want to change my major to communications. So I do a lot of research that spring semester before heading out to New York. And I find out that you have to take like a pre-class to even get into the communications major, which I think is doing a lot because it's communications. Um, And then you have to like low key apply to be in the major. So that would have set me back even more like longer. So I was like, you know what, let's just stay in business. We'll take some summer classes to get back on track a little bit. And then we'll go full fledged back into it fall semester. Well, because I had taken a semester off of taking business classes, I was set back a little bit. And there were a lot of classes that I had to take in order to be on track to graduate and take my specialization courses in marketing my final year. So I decided to take a few classes, not even just a few. I took 15 credit hours over the summer whilst working full time, 40 hours plus every single week at a strategy firm. And I was also going out, being outside. And it was summertime, right? You got late nights, early mornings. Like it was just so much going on. So I was balancing all of that come in fall semester and I decide to put on my course load four quantitative courses. And I told you guys math is not my strong suit. 
I didn't set myself up for success. I actually set myself up for failure. I took business operations management, business statistics, and both accountings on top of two other classes. So I was taking in total 18 credit hours and it was tough. It was by far the hardest semester I've ever had. And in the midst of all of that, everything with influencing was starting to pick up. I got invited to New York for CultureCon. And then I was starting to do all these brand collaborations and that was adding on more deadlines. I had added on my plate two orgs. I was the VP of Marketing and Communications for the Undergraduate Society of Black Leaders, as well as the president of the Black Advertising Strategic Communications Association. So right now on my plate, I have low-key a full-time job with being involved and being a content creator. And then on top of that, 18 credit hours of schoolwork on top of everything else that I have to do outside of class, like studying, group projects, and whatever else. And y'all, let me tell you, that put into perspective so much for me. Slow and steady wins the race. I think a lot of us go into college and we go into school and we we have pre-designed timelines for ourselves, right? I told myself that I was going to be done in the spring of 23. God said, no, you're going to be here until the spring of 24. He sat me down and he had to sit me down. He had to have me fail a class so that I could share this testimony with you today and share that college is not all sunshine and rainbows. It takes balance. It takes intentionality. It takes being real with yourself and knowing your limits And while I have been one to be able to do it all in the past, that is not my future. That is not what God wants for me. He doesn't want me putting everything on my plate and trying to figure it out on my own. Because I didn't rely on his knowledge. I relied on my own. And that got me nowhere. I thought that I could figure it all out for myself to get myself back on track. But had I consulted him and had a conversation with him, I would have been in a far better situation. And so I was constantly in a state of reactivity that entire semester, and I just was not thriving, which is what prompted me to do my January series because I had so much anxiety and pressure on myself because I had started off so strong, right? I was ahead. I was ahead of everyone. I was winning the race in whatever race that I thought I was running. I thought I was winning. And then for me to be put back so far and I felt like I needed to catch up to where I was but that is a part of my journey that is a part of my story and it caused me this semester y'all and we're about to bring it full circle this semester I had to retake the class I retook it guys and what I learned in this experience is that to whom much is given much is required right You're going to want to do hard things. You're going to want to be accomplished because that's who you are. But you don't have to make it so hard for yourself. Lean into what comes natural to you. Lean into your God-given gifts. And God showed that to me this semester. I resided in what I knew, which is developing 
amazing relationships with people. Because I came into college during COVID, I had forgotten what it felt like to know my professors, to know my teachers, and to create really dope relationships with them because there was a barrier in communication. And for me, a lot of my academic success has been due to me being willing to speak to my professors and the faculty and stuff outside of class, going to their office hours and getting to know them, and then having more conversations about the material, which then prepares me for my examinations. But due to COVID coming in and all of that, I really forgot what that felt like. And so I started to rely again on my own knowledge and my own understanding of things. And that was not helping me at all. And so this semester, I had to go into things with a different approach. I put together a game plan and I said, you are going to make sure that you do not miss this amount of homeworks, this amount of these. You need to make sure you're going into class. You cannot miss more than this amount of classes so that you can make sure that you at least pass, girl. Because we don't know how we're going to do on the examinations. They are extremely tough, but we can at least control what we can control and the rest, we leave it up. And so what I started to do was go to office hours and I built really strong relationships with not only my professor, but also my teaching assistants. I was sure to participate in class and I started asking a lot of questions because I wanted to be engaged in this process. I was no longer going to just rely on the materials being able to tell me what I needed to know. I wanted to be engaged. It's like being a patient, going into the doctor and just relying on your doctor to tell you what you need to know. No, you need to tell him what's going on, how you're feeling. Write down all the notes and all the things that you want to express to him so he can better diagnose your issue. And so for me, I started doing more practice problems. I started... You know, being more engaged in my learning process so that I could make sure that I passed this class. And so I was asking all the questions in class and they started to know me by name. And by the end of the semester, guys, and like it almost brought me to tears, but like it was going to be tears of joy because I was so excited that I was being seen because they were talking about how they wanted teaching assistants for the next year. And they asked me at the end of class, they're like, Ricky, come here. I think you would be a great candidate to be a teaching assistant for this class. A class that I had previously failed, y'all. A class that on the midterm, I got a 55% on. But they saw something in me and they saw how bad I wanted my grade. And they saw how how much of a participant I was being and how engaged with the material I was. That they were willing to offer me a teaching assistant position for the class. And I think that says a lot about how you may come somewhere and you may not be qualified, but you know that you're called because God said so, because he implanted something in you. And the reasons why they said that I was called for this position was because of my personality and my willingness to, you know, be interactive with the with my classmates and be even interactive with the TAs in the class when there's 40 plus students in the class and most of the time people don't want to ask questions because they don't want to look stupid so lean into who you are lean into your strong suits and show that in the classroom show people how remarkable you are and you never know that may get you a head start that may get you a little extra turbo fuel for your engine 
to take you up from 100 miles per hour on your journey to then 120 and get you closer to your destination because you're no longer relying solely on your own capabilities, solely on your own knowledge, and you are allowing yourself and opening yourself up to more possibilities and resources around you to help you get to where you're going faster. But my goal today isn't to implore or to brag or boast about these circumstances. It's to show you that I've made mistakes too. I've failed too. I literally have failed a class. I've failed too. And I got back up. And instead of just giving in and saying, you know what, I'm done with school. I'm going to drop out. Or saying, I'm done with this. You know, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm just, I'm done with it. I decided to see it through because I know that there are thousands of you that are watching me, that are cheering me on, that want to see me win. And I want to see me win too. God wants to see me win. And he's seen the amount of work that I've put in on day in and day out. And while I didn't vlog a lot this semester, I was present, y'all. I was present for my classes, present for my recitations. I was making sure I was putting in the work and exercising my muscles so that when it was game time, when it was time for me to show up and show out and show the types of effort that I was putting in beside uh, my desk and in my secret place, it showed up and the proof was in the pudding. And now my grade looks very lovely on my Carmen course page. And so I want you to know that God not only orders your steps, but he also orders your stops. I'm going to say that again. God not only orders your steps, but he also orders your stops. And you have to be conscious and present enough to stop and say, what is the lesson? Like, what is he trying to teach me here? Because Isaiah Chapter 40, verse 31 says, as I wait on God, my power is renewed. As I waited on God and I trusted in him and I said, Lord, I know you wouldn't forsake me. I know you wouldn't forsake me. And you know as much work that I put in. Why did not pass that class? And he didn't forsake me, but I waited on him. I waited in this major. I waited in this material. And I said, you know what? I'm going to allow you to show me something about myself that I didn't know before. I always have known myself to be very gritty and graceful, but he showed me in this semester that I have resilience and that, and that I am able to persevere through hardships and come out on top. My power was renewed this semester because he showed me that although I may have failed last semester and my destiny was shown that, you know, maybe I'm not fit to be in the college of the Fisher College of Business. He renewed my power and he showed me that no baby girl you're called enough to be a teaching assistant to teach more students about this material to change the way in which people are acknowledging and interacting with this this stats we need more women that look like you in these teaching positions maybe we should have a black ta because there aren't there weren't any at all y'all at all And so right now I'm sitting in this moment thinking to myself, like, maybe I should take a teaching assistant role because there haven't been many classes that I have had a black TA at The Ohio State University. And to go from failing to then succeeding to then teaching 
says a lot. And that is how God uses your pain and your hardships and a lot of the things that you think should stop you on your journey to then propel you and fuel you and add turbo boosts to your engine so that you fly past everyone else that thought was winning. And this isn't a race against anybody else. This is a race against every other version of you. The version of you yesterday, the version of you last year, the version of you the year before that. On my racetrack, I don't see any other opponents. All I see next to me is the different versions of my vehicle that I have acquired over time. And every single time that I come up to that line, to that starting line, I have a new engine. I got new flames attached to my car. I got new wheels. I got new gadgets inside of it. And it wasn't by my own doing. It was by me being willing to sit and acquire the knowledge. It was be being willing to sit and wait on God to come and boost me up and give me more power. And give me more experiences. And give me more knowledge and wisdom so that I can grow and become better and become faster. And that's how you build your endurance. Just think about all those racetrack games you play, right? And it's like you have to acquire coins in order to be able to pay for more boosts or like upgrades to your character or your car. Same thing with like the NBA and GTA and all that stuff. You have to acquire coins or accolades or stuff to be able to unlock these new gems or unlock these new levels on the game and it's the same way in life I've unlocked a new level of educating myself because I've endured the hardships of not finally not understanding something most things in life I've understood y'all and I've been able to grasp enough to pass but there are going to be things in life that I truly do not understand. And I cannot rely on myself to provide that understanding. I can't rely on materials in real life, textbooks, even my professors to give me the wisdom that is needed to take me to where I'm supposed to go. Sometimes I have to just wait on God and wait for him to reveal it to me in his own very special way that is going to give me even more knowledge than those who were knowledgeable. And that is what you have to rest in. Because like they said in Isaiah 40, 31, as I wait on God, my power is renewed. Sometimes when we're stuck, we don't even know that we are supposed to be rerouting, rebooting so that we can look around and take it all in. Just think about like, are we there yet? That movie, right? And you're you're driving, you're like, are we there yet? Dang, are we there yet? Science, social media, technology, AI, like everything is making us miss out on the present, miss out on what's happening right now. Sometimes when you are the driver in your life, it's hard for you to be able to look at the scenes that are going on around you. To look at 
the beautiful forest and the flowers and the paintings and the art as you drive down the streets. Because you're driving. You can't. That's dangerous. There's so many different things that can happen along the way. But when you're in the passenger seat, right, you're allowed to look around and say, oh my gosh. Like often when I ride in Ubers or Lyfts, I love to look around because I drive myself a lot. And I don't get to see the beauty of the area of Columbus as much as I should because I'm often driving myself. And when you're often driving yourself in life, relying on your own wisdom and knowledge to get you to where you're going, you're never going to be able to embrace the beauty of the now. But if you allow God to take over the wheel and sit in that driving seat, and you begin to sit in that passenger seat and just enjoy the ride, you will be amazed at the places that you will go. Amazed at the places that you've been. Amazed at the places that you will return to with your power renewed. Being able to take up even more space than you did before. Being able to make room for more people that look like you than you did before. Because you are now a passenger and able to just simply enjoy the ride. Because you can trust in the Lord that he will take you to where you are supposed to go. You can trust in the Lord that he is giving you the pace that is just right to get you where you're supposed to go on time because his timing is the best timing so many of us are so busy trying to rush 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 and get there and the people that you're rushing to get there for aren't even ready yet they haven't arrived they're gonna get there in a couple of years your audience isn't even ready for the content that you are creating or that you are going to create so you've got to give them some time To be ready to have the ear and the eyes and the heart to be able to receive something like that. So enjoy the ride and rest in the Lord and the peace and the comfort that he will bring you to your destination at the right time, at the right place, because he designed it. He designed your secret place for you. And once you you arrive, y'all, It's going to be beautiful. And another thing that I want to plant in your ear is that there are people that are waiting on you to arrive to your destination. You cannot stop. You can't stop today. You can't stop tomorrow. And you can't stop none of them days after that. You can take a rest day. You can sit at a rest stop. But you cannot stop and go all the way back home. Go back all the way to where you started Because a lot of us do that all the time. Something happens along the way and you say, you know what? I'm packing my stuff and I'm going home. Because this is ridiculous. I don't know when I'm going to get there. I'm tired. I've been putting in all this work. We've been driving all this time. And I just don't know where we're going, Lord. Like, what are we doing? I'm going home. And then you wonder why you never reach your destination. You never reach your purpose. You never feel like you know what you were called to do because you never allow God to reveal it to you or show it to you because you're so busy in the driving, the driver's seat trying to take yourself somewhere that you don't even know where you're going. Your GPS is calibrated to the world, y'all. When you're in that driver's seat, your GPS is calibrated to the world. It will take you to where you think you're supposed to be going. 
But only God can take you to where you are absolutely supposed to be going. And you have to be willing to tune yourself to him, tune your engine to him, tune your heart to him, your mind to him, your spirit to him so that you can reach your destination. You'll get there. You'll get there and when you do, it'll be amazing. It'll feel like everlasting joy. It'll feel like this was made just for me. And everything, God, that I endured along the way, please forgive me for being so upset with you because it all makes sense now. And that's why I always say enjoy the ride, y'all. Be inquisitive. Be curious about all the things that are happening to you. And they're not necessarily just happening to you. They're just happening. And you just have to say, you know what? What was the lesson? What was in this that I needed to assess or reflect on? Because often we pray and we say, God, please give me peace. God, please give me grace. God, please give me patience. And we think he will just give it to us as a characteristic and and will go but no he's going to give you situations for you to have to exercise that for you to have to learn that cultivate that strengthen that so when you say god i want a million dollars can you give me a million dollars he's not going to give you a million dollars babe he's going to give you an opportunity to and he's going to see how you care for and handle that situation and he'll just as well as he gave it to you he will take it away so you got to make sure that you're ready and you're putting your money where your mouth is or your mouth where your money is. Like you've you've gotta figure something out and get calibrated to listening to him. Stop turning on that GPS thinking you know where you're going. Because any plans, anything that you could ever try to muster up or make happen is no better than any plans that God has for your life. I no longer am in the driver's seat. I don't want to orchestrate what's happening for myself now or tomorrow. When I don't have the idea today, I say, you know what, God, I'm going to allow you to give me the wisdom and the knowledge, extend it to me, and we'll revisit this another time. And I'm always waiting on God. There's been plenty of things, like even That Girl Radio, for months, I had the idea, but I did not know what I wanted to call it. I waited months. I waited on him. And then my power was renewed because he told me, he said, you went on this that girl journey, Ricky, and everyone loved it. And this was this was this becoming thing, right? It was this space where you shared this garden with all these women and you all planted seeds in, in the betterment of yourselves. And now that you all have grown, why don't you host a space where you can talk about everyone's journey to becoming that girl? And that has what has manifested into this. Even with my business, I waited on God. I put in the work. I was a, I was a servant. And entrepreneurship is really stewardship. It's, it's serving others. And I did that. And then he blessed me and he said, you know what? Start the Ricky Lee Agency. This is your assignment. And so I'm, all, I'm constantly pausing And I'm trusting in him and I'm saying, you know what, God, I know you order my steps, but I also know you order my stops. What am I supposed to do here? Tell me what I'm supposed to do here. And I want to do it. I want to be obedient to you. I want to be radically obedient to you. I want to do everything that you told me to. And if it is not in accordance, take it out. If it's not in accordance, I don't want it. And so I really hope that today's episode was fueled to your spirit, fueled to your heart, and fueled to your mind because... This is exactly what I needed to hear. I'm talking to myself today. And I hope that from my testimony, you guys were able to relate 
that you know sometimes you're going to endure hardships you're going to have losses you're going to have times when things don't make sense when it's like maybe we should quit but that is the time when you need to wait on God and your power will be renewed as you sit and you wait that is when you ask him to solve your problems give all of your all of your worries to him and he will orchestrate a master plan to get you through what you're going through. This concludes today's episode. I really do hope you guys enjoyed. If you are not already following us on Instagram at That Girl Radio, make sure to follow us. We have a lovely community on there where we talk about all things that girl. And if you haven't already followed me, your lovely host, The Ricky Lee, make sure to find me on TikTok at The Ricky Lee. I'm also on Instagram at rickylee.co. And you can also find my vlogs on YouTube at the Ricky Lee. And if you guys are interested in creating it girl content for yourself, make sure to sign up for all things editing. It is coming soon in June. You can join the waitlist down in the show notes. I will be teaching you guys how to make it girl short form and long form content, how I started my podcast, how I edit all of my YouTube content, as well as even my it girl Instagram photos. So if you're ready for that, Give this podcast episode a five-star rating and we gonna get it popping. I love you guys and I will see you next time.